Hey there, welcome. It is Coach Natalie, and this is Up Your Feed. In this podcast, I share with you common questions I get from my nutrition clients. Because while everyone has unique needs, the questions are usually the same. And if they are asking, you probably are too. Here we go. In this episode, I am going to explain to you how to retain as much muscle as possible while in a diet phase. Okay, so you're ready to take this journey and shed some body weight and some body fat. And while you're ready to wave bye to the fat, you don't want to say farewell to all your hard-earned muscle. To start, why should you even care about keeping those muscles while you're losing fat? Well, muscles are not just for show. Yes, they give you that toned or shredded look, but they're also about keeping your strength, keeping good metabolic health. And believe it or not, Having muscle makes life easier. Think about it. Everything you do from getting out of a car to opening a jar and preventing injury as we get older requires having some muscle. The very basics of achieving fat loss is to create a calorie deficit for a long enough period of time where the body fat is reduced. You can achieve a calorie deficit by dialing your nutrition, dialing your physical activity, but ideally you're gonna dial both of those so you're not going too extreme on one side or the other. If you're in a calorie-restricted diet, your body needs to find energy from other sources when it's not getting enough from food. That's when it starts to break down fat in the body to use as energy. But it can also break down some muscle for energy, especially if the calorie deficit is too large or if your diet lacks sufficient nutrients. Some muscle loss may be unavoidable, but that does not mean you're doomed to be a smaller, softer version of yourself. There are ways to improve muscle retention while in a diet phase. So now you know that in order to lose body fat, you need to be in a calorie deficit. Awesome, cool, let's just slash the calories and get right to business. But there's a catch. If you dive too deep into this calorie deficit, you could create a whole lot of other problems, fatigue, muscle loss, probably some disordered eating too. This is why we need to talk about how to do it in a smart way. One of the biggest things to monitor is the rate of your weight loss. The optimal range is about 0.25 to one pound per week on average. Now remember, this is an average. Weight loss is not linear. Some weeks you might lose more, some weeks less, some none at all, and yes, some weeks you will see the scale go up. If you're losing weight rapidly, two, three, four pounds week over week, your calorie deficit is too big and you need to pump the brakes. You will sacrifice that precious lean muscle mass. You're also at a higher risk for gallstones, which wouldn't be super fun. Now there's times when it's okay to lose a little more than a pound on average. For example, if you're starting with a lot more to lose, like someone that has a 100 pound weight loss goal versus someone that has a 10 pound weight loss goal, they might be able to lose a little bit more, a little bit faster in the beginning. But even in those cases, you don't wanna jeopardize other areas of your health by crash dieting. When it comes to what to eat, I am sure you have heard of the importance of protein. They're like the little building blocks for our muscles. In a calorie deficit, if you skimp on protein, your body might start chipping away at your muscles, and that would be a bummer. A good range is about 0.7 to 1 gram of protein per
per pound of body weight. You might see some examples where people go a little bit higher than that or maybe a little bit lower, but in general, 0.7 to 1 gram per pound of body weight is a nice target to stick with. The way you work out and train is also going to be important. If you're not lifting weights, you need to start now because it's like telling your muscles, hey, I still need you, don't go anywhere. We're not gonna be a cardio bunny here. Too often folks think that fat loss means more cardio. And while moving and staying active is important and it's good for your cardiovascular help, you can't keep a toned or shredded appearance if you're not stimulating your muscles regularly with resistance training. All right, you have your weight loss per week average. You know that protein's important. You're getting your resistance training in. Let's talk about what's happening with your body composition and the scale. The first few days and first few weeks is mostly going to be a water weight drop on the scale. You're also seeing a little bit of a shift in just the way you're eating, the types of foods that you're eating, and food in your stomach literally has weight to it. So if you're eating less of it, there's less of it in your gut. And as a result, the number on the scale is down a little bit. Give it about a month and you're going to start to see some good changes. Three months, now we're really talking about fat loss. That leads to the last point on how long should a diet phase last? If you are keeping your protein up, your training is consistent, and you're losing at the optimal range without crash dieting, the phase takes as long as it needs to take. You could say 12 weeks, but if consistency is not top notch, well, that's going to take you longer than 12 weeks. Generally speaking, from a coaching perspective, I do like to set some time frames. This gives people a place to focus rather than feeling like the diet is going on indefinitely. Part of having a good goal is making sure there's a timestamp on it when you want to achieve something. That is why I like to help set goals that are appropriate for individuals depending on their situation. Sometimes it's eight weeks, sometimes it's 12 weeks, sometimes we need to take short sprints to give that feeling of accomplishment. There really is no one size fits all. The key to fat loss while maintaining muscle is consistency. You can have the best plan, but if you're not sticking to it, it's as good as none. Be consistent with your diet, your workouts, and your lifestyle. It's the small everyday choices that you make that will add up to the big results you're looking for. I'm Natalie Sabin, and this is Up Your Feed. Thanks for listening.